When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Are we ready? I guess not. TCL is a proud sponsor of the Score North Studios. TCL, America's fastest growing TV brand. One, two, three. It's Mackie and Judd with Rami. With Rami. With how top-heavy our roster is right now with the contracts we have out there, um, these players that we're bringing in uh, have to come in and contribute. And, you know, all these players that do have these big contracts were basically brought in, developed, and then received it. I think there's um, a lot of deep positions in this class. I think um, when we looked at our front board, this is the most uh, number of players we have that we think are draftable from our board this year and the way it's developed the depth of talent especially on the offense and defensive lines are one of the probably strongest I've seen in a while oh it's draft day baby that was some football-y football talk from Vikings GM Rick Spielman right there and this is Mackie and Judd with Rami live from the TCL broadcast studios and on the all new score north on 1500scorenorth.com and we are with you not just from 4 to 6 Matthew Collar jumps in on the action for the purple daily live draft special yes. coming up at 6 o'clock we have the Vikings and NFL draft covered for you wall to wall all night long Chad Ryder one of the best Best draft cover guys in the world. He will join us from NFL.com coming up at 5 o'clock. And much, much more draft fun coming up between now and then. And, of course, we'll start off with the Vikings. And you can get in on the fun at 651-646. I've got to look at the phone numbers again. 651-646. You're new here. 82 five five is the phone number. You can tweet us at Score North. You can watch us streaming live at twitch.tv slash Score North, right? That's correct. Okay, yeah. good. All right. Yeah. I wasn't sure so, if the stream right, was going yet. Right now on mm-hmm. Mackie and Jeb with Rami, we're just streaming video on twitch.tv slash score north. But later tonight, whether you're listening on the radio, whether you're listening on the score north mobile app or live.scorenorth.com, everything you just said will also be streaming video from the studio all night long leading up to the Vikings pick and after on Twitch on Twitter, and on Facebook. So basically, if your excuse is, well, I can't find you, then you're either, you're either right. lying or you hate us, and that's fine, I guess. Or you just you. don't know how to use technology at all. Right. Which, you know. Whatsoever. I had a conversation with Patrick Ricey this morning, and uh-huh. he's going to, he wants to do, uh, like, this is the evolution of technology. He wants to do morning selfie video rants. And he's like, how do I do that? I'm like, <laughs> very easy. And we, and we will teach you. And, <laughs> I love it. And Judd is doing those now, and yeah, it's they're, awesome. They're very simple. So l- I'm going to throw this out to the room. 
And and let's there's so many different ways we can go here in the three hours leading up to the first overall pick. What should the Vikings do tonight? And then an extension to that. What will make this draft an absolute success and or a total failure in your minds? I think what they should do is, is if this draft falls like we think it's going to fall, I think that there's a very good chance that you are at 18, that there is a very good um, NFL-capable-ready lineman there for you on, on the offensive side. And I think if you need to trade up a little bit to get that person, you do it. Yeah, And so... My opinion has not changed. I when you have a team that's as invested as this team is in trying to win right now, I'm not going to address uh future needs if there's somebody who I feel can help me immediately. And if this draft didn't have that type of player, if those guys were just non-existent, then you got a problem and you probably have to go in a different direction. But I think this is a successful draft and I think the prudent smart move is if you if you stick to your guns and basically have been consulting with Kubiak throughout this process and said what lineman do you think fits your scheme the best is going to help us most and and we need to do everything that we possibly can because that player should be right around our draft slot to take that guy. See, I'm almost the opposite of what Judd thinks. I think you trade down. I think that's the smartest thing to do is when 18 comes around tonight is to trade down unless there is a can't miss guy. Like people are talking about Jonah Williams, like he's can't miss the guy for the tackle from Alabama who can also slide in and play guard. If that, if the, if the draft board falls to you in a way that a Jonah Williams falls to you at 18, okay, you, you grab that guy and you probably solidified one of your spots on the offensive line, which is the number one goal going into this draft. But chances are he won't be there. I don't like the idea of trading up and giving yourself less swings at getting this thing right and adding more assets to this team in the cheapest way that you can add them through the draft. And there are guys who, if you trade down to the late first or early second round, that you can get. Got Elton Jenkins, Nate Davis, Dalton Risner, Connor. These are all guys who have low set, low first, high second round grades at a position that you need, and all guys that are fits for what Gary Kubiak and that offense wants to do, you trade down, you get somebody who's still an upgrade for your offensive line, you get more picks to get more offensive linemen and depth elsewhere on your roster later in the draft. And I and I I wish I could say I agree with Judd or I agree with Rami. I feel like I have a third vision for what okay. would constitute a great draft for the Vikings. Take a cornerback. Take the best players. I know we're fixated on need because the Vikings need a better offensive line for what they're doing right now. But sometimes you never you never know when the good seasons and bad seasons will ebb and flow. I mean, I could so I just as easily as Judd can paint the correct picture of you have a small Kirk Cousins window when he signed a three year deal, you opened a three year window to win at the highest level, right? But I could paint the argument the other way and say you have one year left until Kirk Cousins is a lame duck contract quarterback. Therefore, instead of maybe sacrificing the chance at an amazing player at a different position because while we need an interior offensive lineman or a left tackle and the need is more important for the next two years than just taking the best superstar player available, even if it creates a position logjam, I would feel terrible on behalf of the Vikings if five years from now they drafted a mediocre offensive lineman 
because they needed an offensive lineman in that moment in the first round and passed up on a freak defensive player who made five Pro Bowls, right? So that's kind of what I'm balancing going into tonight. I'm taking this thought through the prism of uh, two people and especially a GM who are under the gun to win now. Now, that's not the best thing. That's not the best. I'm, I am not saying that the way I feel about what they should do and are likely to do is a good thing. <laughs> but I think you just played the laugh of a man who's sort of on the plank here, blindfolded, about Seems to be okay pu- with it. about to be pushed. By the way, that's going to be you know how ESPN has their little yeah. No, ours tonight. Whenever there's a pick during our local coverage, is the Rick Spielman line. Well, I love it. I just think Rick is if you if you look at the fact that Rick and and Mike got extended or, or had their options picked up through 2020, which does not exactly create tons of security. And the fact that somebody, probably Rick, not Mike, sold the Wilfs on the fact that Kirk Cousins was the guy to sign, saying that if we sign that this guy, we're taking a 13-3 and team, adding the best possible QB that we can to win now. So, so Phil, I hear you, and I don't disagree that, that your plan is the best long-term plan. But my question comes back to if you've basically been told, hey, you told me this, and now, and now, you're, and now we're talking about 2024 possibly? If I'm the Wilfs... I start to ask questions, and this also, to me, guys, circles back to a very key thing. The Teddy injury was unfortunate and probably not fair, but in the big picture of things, Spielman got here in 2007, took over, let's say, sole draft power in 2012, and has never really, through the draft, trades, free agents, solved the most important position that you can solve in professional sports, quarterback. And so there is, I just, I see the pressure on him being so immense that I don't know how he can in good conscience say, I'm going to do something that might be the best for 2025, and if it doesn't work, I'll be gone. Yeah. That's how I feel about it. It really depends on the state of the franchise and and where you're at. Phil, I agree with, with your philosophy when you're a team that's not really planning on contending for a Super Bowl. Then you take the best player available, you draft for development, you draft for depth, and and then just let the, the, the chips fall where they may and hope that when you've put the whole puzzle together, it's one cohesive picture. But because of a lot of the things Judd just laid out, this is when when now time. And if I and not it has nothing to do with Rick Spielman and Mike Zimmer being on the hot seat. Even if their jobs were one hundred percent totally secure where the Vikings are at as a franchise right now because you gave you've given three years of fully guaranteed and a lot of money to Kirk Cousins. It's a three year window to win now. And I feel like drafting for depth, drafting for development, drafting the best player available, that's something that you do when you're rebuilding or you have your your sights set on two or three years down the road. Not not when you're trying to win a Super Bowl now. You draft for need and if that need if the players at that need aren't worth the draft pick that you have when they come up, then you trade down and get more draft picks and address the need with the first pick then and move forward from there. Are you guys saying that if they that that, that need is so important along the offensive line that there are no other positions that like if if you don't add to that position with a first or maybe a second round offensive lineman that if you get the next Stefan Diggs in the second round and also an all pro, uh, let's say defensive tackle in the first or second round to elevate your defense back into the top three, that those things don't matter if you don't draft a left tackle. Because I, I just, I feel like we're probably 
too all in on you have to do this well, or else it's a failure. The left side of your line right now is a mess. It's a complete mess. And and you have a quarterback who is fumble prone. And the left side is his blind side. And, and Kubiak, I think, can get Cousins to roll out more. But the fact is, when pressure comes now from that side, he doesn't feel it. And that's not changing. So, yeah, I'm to the point of, after watching that line and the left side of that line struggle and look really bad um, at times throughout the course of last year on a team that was expected to contend and be good, that with this quarterback, it's a massive problem. Football. Football! Football, yeah! Football! Football! That's right. And uh, we can keep phone lines open to 651-646-8255 from the TCL studios. It's the all-new Score North. We are Mackie and Jeb with Rami leading up to a live draft special edition of Purple Daily starting at 6 o'clock. The first pick will go off the board at 7. We're going to give you local Vikings-centric coverage all night long on Score North. While mixing in, we have access to the uh, the ESPN national feed, so you won't miss a pick. We'll definitely be potting up the picks as they come in, and then uh, we'll give our Viking-centric thoughts and uh, reckless speculation throughout. But let's go to uh, the phone lines here. And our friend Randy in Cottage Grove. Happy draft day, Randy in Cottage Grove. Merry Christmas. Yeah, it's a great day. I'm, uh, I've had a, a lot of time to prepare, uh, as a lot of people do. I do uh, several different mocks, but my last mock, of course, always finishes today. And I will not back down from this mock, as you guys know. I didn't back down last year, and I won't back down this year. Well, so do you? Uh, do you? Are you just doing the first round, or do you have something a little more? Because last year, Randy and Cottage Grove mm-hmm. nailed the first round pick. He came on the day before the draft and told us, and we laughed at him and we mocked him leading up, but he proved us wrong. You and mocked he his nailed, mock. We mocked his mock. How dare you? But he nailed correctly, Mike Hughes with. The first round pick, but I'm not going to be impressed until you nail something second round through seven. I'm not. I'm not going to lie. Well, first of all, uh, nobody thought Hughes was going to go to us. You know, you guys made fun of that pick, and then look what happened. Lo and behold. So I don't. I, I I'm going to give myself credit for that pick. I'll tell you that. But no, you ask how far I'll go. I'll go all two fifty four. If you guys have time here, we can we can do the uh, we can do the whole. Uh, Rattle them, rattle them, rattle them all off. Two fifty four. Unless you want to stick to just mm. bikes, we could do just bikes. It's up to you. Do we have time to flip, to, boy. flip a coin? Do we have time yeah, to get to fifty four? You know, let's flip a coin here quick. Yep, looks like uh, we're not going to do the two fifty four. Mm. Dang, it oh, landed yeah. on whatever. I was side hoping that was. we would, Randy. Yeah. I was really hoping we would. I watched him okay. flip the coin. That was legit. <laughs> Well, that, I, be, I believe it. And, you know, I'm in too good of a mood to put up a fuss uh, on a day like this. So I'm going to go ahead and give you guys uh, the full uh, seven-round uh, Vikings mock if if you're ready for it. Please. Randy, have you had a couple pregame uh, beverages by chance? I was just going to ask that. I'm going to be honest and say that I don't, uh, I don't imbibe typically until after the draft. But there was a special occasion uh, today. One of the guys at our work is retiring. Um, and I just, I just want to say uh, to to everybody out there, uh, Troy, you had a hell of a run. Uh, you did a, you did a great job. And there ain't been nobody at this place at all that's put in as kick ass much overtime as you ever have. And we had a good luncheon. I'll just say that, okay? Although you tweeted me and Troy. said that you wouldn't be drinking until Friday, so I'm very. Disappointed it was that you Troy's didn't invite retirement, me. man. Yeah, but what, say, what I'll say to you, Jeff, is 
Jeff, I didn't realize that, that this luncheon would have cocktails, but I will say this. I'm going to keep it cool tonight, all right? Even if I nail this first pick, yeah, which I hope I will, like another Hughes pick, I will keep it cool. I might gloat a little bit, but I ain't going to get blackout because tomorrow we got another day ahead of us, and I don't remock. A lot of people see how round one goes and they remock. Yep. I don't remock. I don't back down. So here we go. If you could put I want to mock. Mock! I want to mock. mock. Sorry to startle you okay. there, Randy. If you get so, I I I like white uh, uh, twitched sisters. They're good. All right. If you could put on uh, the music for the for the 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 back of the NFL music, the films music. Here oh, we wow. go. Okay. Okay. Right, there we go. Production. You come a long ways, Randy. <laughs> okay. Are we ready? Oh, we're ready, Randy. Okay. We're going to go ahead, and this is going to be an absolute stunner in round one. But a lot of people aren't going to think the Vikings are going to take this guy. Uh uh-uh. uh. They're going to get him. He's going to fall, and they are going to draft Devin Bush, okay? It's going to be an unbelievable pick in round one. And you can say embarrassment of riches. They got one now at linebacker. Devin Bush at linebacker in round one. And we'll figure the rest out later. Okay? There we go. Now we ready to move on to round two. I think think Judd might need a minute on that one. Just keep going, Randy. (laughs) Keep going. (laughs) He's going to slip and slide. Okay? Uh, Let's go now to round two. A lot of people want to talk about how the Vikings (laughs) hit Kyle Rudolph and how they're going to move Rudolph and take a tight end. Uh-uh. No, we ain't going to do that. We're going to keep Kyle Rudolph, and we're going to fortify that offensive line in round two with a stud named Greg Little. Greg Little is a guy who I've had on my radar for a long time. He's played a hell of a good offensive tackle in Mississippi, and he's going to fit in real good here. So you want your offensive lineman? You got him in round two. Okay? Great. Now let's go a little bit deeper into round two, down to round three. And now, round three, here's who I have us taking, and we're going to stick on that offensive line. You guys ready for this? Oh, we're ready. Martez Ivy from Florida. I love Martez Ivy. He's a guard, but you can move him around the line. He's a guy who's going to be real versatile. Martez Ivy is going to look great in purple. And if he falls to us there at 81, I will have an absolute time doing victory shots for that pick alone. Boy. All right? Be careful. Look, that sounds those, dangerous. Those victory shots can definitely escalate. Yeah, you got to be careful. Just don't get in the car, Randy. No, the purple hooters aren't that strong. We we don't we don't do full booze until the end of the draft. Hold on, what purple was that? Hooter, P- purple purple hooter? hooter. Purple hooters are just a schnapps based shot. It's fine. Okay, uh, coming up next now. That yeah, doesn't affect you at all. What? I said that doesn't affect. Never mind. Go ahead, Randy. Okay, let's just go ahead and cruise down now to round four. Uh, pick one twenty, guys. I think. This is a place where we could absolutely scoop back another defensive player, but it ain't going to happen because at pick 120, we're going to take LeJordan Humphrey, wide receiver from Texas. Now, LeJordan Humphrey's got an absolute crazy bubble. You like to look for that in a receiver to be able to kind of make space for himself. Well, LeJordan has it, and you might be comparing him to another Jordan, guy who wore the number 23, okay? We're going to take receiver in the fourth round. Jordan Humphrey from Texas. Wow, what okay. kind of does he? What kind of catch radius does he have? He's got a bubble, as I said. No, oh, okay. Oh, sorry. Is he fast? Okay. Is it speed? How's his forty? Excuse me. Nothing. Go ahead. Okay. Well, as you guys know, we don't have a pick in the fifth round, and I don't mock trades. Okay. okay. I don't go ahead and mock trades, and I don't. I don't predict trades. 
I think we will get back up into that fifth round. You know Rick, okay? I think he's going to try to get up there. But let's just assume we don't for the sake of this mock, okay? So now we're down in the sixth round. And in the sixth round, <laughs> I think you're going to see a lot of people shaking their heads and scratching their heads when we take a center, okay? Alec Eberly wow. from Florida State in the sixth round. And you're going to say, well, wait a minute. What about Pat Elfline? As you've said many times, Jeff, you can slide Elfline over, okay? Yeah, Elfline's a very talented guy. You don't Jeff need to play just Jeff one spoken. position, mm-hmm. okay? Yeah. Yep. So Alec Eberly, and that's our, guys, that's another unbelievable big body on the offensive line. We just need bodies in here, okay? We really just need bodies. And then, Coors on down to 209. I love this second pick in the sixth round, and it is an unbelievable value. To get a guy this good, this late, tight end Tommy Sweeney from Boston College. I love Tommy Sweeney. If you go back and look at his tape, he creates separation better than most people think, okay? He may not be the best blocker right away, but he's 6'4". He goes about a deuce 50. He is a big, big boy, and he's going to make some big-time moves. I think he's a 10-year tight end in the NFL wow. who flies under the radar to the late sixth round. Well, that's bold. And fin- that's bold. Is he, is, so he's the replacement for Kyle Rudolph, basically. The Vikings are going to get a sixth-round replacement for Kyle Rudolph. Well, we're going to start him out as a complimentary, but you never know. You never know. Okay, coming up, we got a couple of more picks in the seventh, and I absolutely love the value we're getting here in the seventh round, too. If we don't acquire any more picks, these two for seventh round picks can present value. You know that. There's been some good players, some great players drafted late in drafts. Well, check it out who we're going to take, and I think this name will be familiar to people from Minnesota because his dad played in the Super Bowl here. Who do you think we're going to take at quarterback in the seventh round? Anybody want to guess his name? Hmm, uh, Bill Rippin. Brett Rippin from Boise State. Wait, Brett Rippin. Really? <laughs> I literally just made that up. I'm, excuse me. Oh, sorry, sorry Randy. At 247, this is a comp pick, by the way. To be able to get a comp pick this late and get a guy like Brett Rippin, he's just an unbelievable talent. 62200 and you guys know by the way you know I like Kyle Slaughter. I like him a lot. I like him a lot so much I think he should be our backup. But don't be as surprised if Rippin makes a little bit of noise and we stash him away in the Squad. Nice yeah, Super Bowl bloodline. Good, good job. Super, I, I can I send Super Bowl pre- bloodline. I think we should appreciate yeah. Phil's ability to guess that. <laughs> that really I just good. guessed. I just guessed the seventh round pick on Ra- Randy and Cottage Grove's mock. You guys are almost on it's the amazing. same page. I might leave the studio. <laughs> and then finally, guys, we're going to wrap this up at pick two fifty, and the Vikings are going to take yet another big body on the offensive line. He's a project player, but he's six five, three hundred and ten pounds. Coda Martin, wow. from Syracuse. We're going to take Coda Martin at pick 250, the offensive tackle from Syracuse. And what I think in this draft is there ain't a whole lot of flash. We did take a cool receiver, I think. I think he's got a lot of upside. But for the most part, we're putting bodies into the cupboards. We're restocking the cupboards. And that's what we're going to do. It's going to be a kick-ass three days. So you go ahead and you write down all the guys I said. Oh, we did. I, what, I stopped, what? actually. I was for a while, then I quit. No, you I wrote them all. This right now, if I peg a pick... Any one of the first three rounds, I'm buying shots in Grove Saturday night. I'll let you guys know. Have a great draft and score. I want to mock. Mock. That guy always delivers. I want to mock. Mock. Oh, that was-
was, and then he just drops the mic. Drops the, the phone. Mic. Or that's what you that's do. What he always does. That's what you do. I'm a little worried. It sounded like he was maybe in a car. Hopefully, as a passenger, not. A he couple was drinks in while, he was while reading from his notes. Or he maybe was really he was, sober. Was he even reading the notes? Maybe no. he just has it all in his head. No. He actually did a really nice job. Man. Well, that was Randy in Cottage Grove giving his uh, seven-round Vikings mock with four offensive linemen, wide receiver in there, and uh, we Devin just need Bush, one. the linebacker. Bodies in the cupboard? Bodies in the cupboard, yeah. Jeff. Yep. Bodies in the cupboard. Jeff. Yeah, it does. You know, Judd, Jeff, it's very, John, it's all very closely. It's in the same family. Cram session is coming up next on Mackie and Judd with Rami. And uh, speaking of driving safe, let's talk about federated insurance here because I think there might be some people that need some reminders. If, uh, if you're out and about tonight, you're hanging out with some friends, it's draft night. Let's be aware of a few different things here. For one, Distracted driving. If you're moving from place to place and you're trying to figure out, okay, uh, you know who, who's being drafted number one overall, put the phone down. Make sure there's nothing else distracting you. If you're driving, uh, let's let's focus on the thing that's most important because 391,000 people were injured in accidents involving distracted drivers just a couple of years ago at last survey. And so while our phones are the most talked about distraction on the road, plenty of other objects break our concentration as well behind the wheel. Whether it's uh, food in the vehicle or our friends and family members. Uh, let's uh, make sure we're reaching our destinations safely and have that be the number one priority. Federated insurance, it's our business to protect yours. This is Mackie and Jeb with Rami at 6 o'clock. It's the live draft edition special of Purple Daily right here on Score North. It's Mackie and Judd with Rami. When did the dunk contest jump the shark? If you actually pulled out a stuffed shark and jumped it to dunk. Oh, yeah, and then ended it. I love that. The dunk contest did jump the shark. But I thought, actually, was it last year that I was thoroughly entertained by the dunk contest? Do you guys remember who won it last year? (laughs) (laughs) What else are you going to watch this weekend? The AAF? I'd rather drink. Matthew and Judd with Rami on Score North and scorenorth.com. Football. Hey, I'm a professional. Put that microphone on and uh, let's fire this up. Who's the winner? Some may say none of them. But let the games begin. Three questions, one winner. It's Cram Session with Mackie, Judd, and Rami. And host, Jonathan Harrison. Yeah, is it just cutting out of our headphones or is it it's cutting, cutting out of mine too? Is it okay? I don't know what's going on. Super weird. We'll but just, uh, we'll just stop the music yeah, and, and yeah, let's we'll, let your voice we'll, serenade us. Oh, Live radio, cool. folks. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so our first question, all three questions are actually draft-related today, boys. Keep with the theme of uh, all 10 hours of radio we're about to do here. Recency bias aside, our first question, who in the history of the Vikings has been their worst first-round draft pick? Wow. Judd, you want to? Judd, you wrote about this for yeah. for scorenorth.com this week. Yeah, I feel Judd like Judd has, Judd has an advantage on this Still, particular question. I don't know. We thought that last week. Well, I got screwed last week. I don't know. Did by you? A, ju- a judge who was corrupt. Welcome wow, to Cram Session. You're really trying and kissing to not ass get to get any points. brownie points. But you're, that's fine. You're no, car- Jonathan's carrying on the original tradition of Corey Roofs yep. playing judge and jury. Exactly. And screwing people up. Sorry, Ronnie, right. what were you going to say? Amazing. <laughs> Note that I didn't bring you bring up you screwing us over last week, Jonathan. Brought me any food. I've let it go. I've I'll let it go. go now, I'll have a lot. I, I'll know. have a lot tortuga for you next week when the next Rami's recipe goes up at scorenorth.com. The lot tortuga. Sixty degrees tomorrow night before it snows on Saturday. Okay. The worst, so the worst draft pick, and 
I actually addressed this uh, because this will be the 14th draft I've covered since I started covering the Vikings for the Star Tribune in 2006. But I'm going to go back to one year before I was on the beat. I was actually in Green Bay covering this draft when the Packers took Aaron Rodgers at, what, 24 or so? Mm-hmm. The worst Vikings draft pick that I've seen, and this is based on on where he went, the complete lack of production, because God knows there are candidates here, not just one. But I've got to go with my guy. Troy Williamson, the seventh overall pick in 2005, the guy who was going to, and I kid you not, not only was that pick obtained from Oakland in the Randy Moss trade, but the feeling was we got to draft a tight end. Speaking of drafting for need, we got to draft, or a receiver, I should say, we got to draft a guy to replace Randy Moss. It's going to be Troy, Troy Williamson. Three years, 79 catches, 1,067 yards, three touchdowns in 39 games, including the last game in Denver when he dropped two of the greatest passes Tavares Jackson would ever throw during his short-lived Vikings career, a crossing route and then a deep ball in which Troy, with his unbelievable speed, got behind everybody at the 50-yard line, has the ball go off his face mask. There is absolutely, I could have caught that pass. And and that was his last game. Uh, he went on to play like a, a year or so for Jacksonville after that. But if you guys recall, you know, he went to the Nike Vision Clinic, mm-hmm. all of that good stuff. We were always going to fix Troy. Troy had always found the fix, and every yeah. year he came in, and he had blinding speed. But unfortunately, and I felt bad for him, the young man could not catch a football. Seventh overall pick, a top-ten pick in 2005. To me, that's the worst pick by the Vikings that I can recall. So he spent three years in a Vikings uniform. Yep. Laquan Treadwell has spent three years in a Vikings uniform. Laquan Treadwell, let's see, Troy Williamson, 79 receptions in those three years. Laquan Treadwell, 56 receptions in those three years. So uh, that is as bad as Troy Williamson was, Laquan Treadwell has 23 fewer catches than Troy Williamson. But I think it was the epic nature of... Troy Williams and, and I drops. Think, and I don't think Laquan is thrown to as much because they've got two guys in front of Laquan who are smarter. actually competent. <laughs> Troy was supposed to be good. He was a seventh overall pick. Yeah. Wasn't Randy's friend who retired today named Troy? Troy. Maybe that's maybe Troy uh, retired. Might have from, been uh, Troy Williamson. I think he hung it up from, still? <laughs> from everything. <laughs> a, a quick trusty uh, trip through profootballreference.com. The Vikings, since the merger, have drafted only five wide receivers in the first round. Randy Moss was the first one since the merger in 1998. Mm-hmm. The other one's Troy Williamson, Percy Harvin. I'd say he worked out. He yes. was good. He wasn't a star, but he, he was fine. Uh, Cordero Patterson and Laquan Treadwell. So two for five Whew. and three epic busts. Oh. One that went on to be a running back with a couple of the teams. So. Uh, okay. Am I next then? Whoever wants to go next. Yeah. Because yeah, we'll go with you next. Okay. Um, I think I, I, I rack my brain. There's all kinds of other options. I mean, there's a defensive player from the late 90s that's, that might pop up here in our discussions. But I've got to go with a guy who was out of the league within four years. In fact, the only first-round players at his position in the last 20 years to be bounced from the league in shorter order, Johnny Manziel, Tim Tebow, and Jamarcus Russell. I'm talking about a man who was more famous for washing his hair in a CVS parking lot than anything he did in a football field, Christian Ponder. I mean, it's like we knew it was he bad. Did what? Oh, yeah. Sam Ponder took a video of him washing his hair on a road trip in a CVS parking lot. It got more attention and publicity than anything he ever did on and a football field. And called him field. Buddy, right? 
Hey, buddy. Hey, buddy, look over here. And then she blocked everyone in a Vikings hat on Twitter. (laughs) Not me. I'm still unblocked. (laughs) She blocked me. I didn't even do anything. Yeah, she knows. Uh, But, but I mean, like most first-round quarterbacks, if you're a bust, you wind up holding a clipboard for 10 or 15 years. I mean, think about the Brandon Whedons of the world and the Blaine, Blaine Gabbert, been in the league for six years holding clipboards and still bouncing around. If you're a first-round quarterback, at the at worst, you sit on a bench and you sit in a meeting room until you're 35 years old, and then you get into media somewhere, right? The four guys who didn't even make it beyond four years, and Jake Locker is in that category too, I should say. Well, Johnny Manziel, Tim Tebow, yeah. Jamarcus Russell, and Christian Ponder. It's Christian Ponder. So you're going with Ponder. I'm going with Christian Ponder. All right. For me, it's probably Matt Khalil, who you took with the fourth overall pick. <laughs> In 2012. (laughs) And the thing that hurts the most about Matt Khalil is that he gave you a glimpse of what you for sure thought he was. When this guy came out of USC, this was a can't miss. This was a plug and play, and you're set at one of the most important positions on your offense for a decade. And he came in, and he made the Pro Bowl his rookie year. It looked all good. He's got his brother, who's another great offensive lineman. He's playing in Carolina. And to make matters worse, while Matt Khalil went right down the tubes and became a terrible offensive lineman, his brother just kept rolling right along and showing you what a Khalil could do in Carolina, while Matt Khalil turned into a penalty machine late in his career for the Minnesota Vikings. He was racking up holding penalties and false starts at a clip that was borderline impressive. He had 10 (laughs) penalties in 2014. Two of them were uh, uh, declined offensive penalties. He had three false starts, three holdings. In 2015, (laughs) he had four false starts, two holdings, and then three more penalties that were declined, seven altogether. And then the Vikings just stopped playing him because he was that bad but before he, had a pizza he left joint, for man. Carolina. Don't forget. In 2017. And he attacked fans while he was here and knocked the guy's hat off his oh, head. Oh, he just knocked his hat off. That's, that's attack the, is a strong attack. Yeah. He attacked he him. Attack I'm trying to win here. All right? Pyology. You're, man, you're, you're a pizza guy. He owned Pyology. I've never been to Pyology. Where's your appreciation? Is that any good? I've never been to a Pyology either. He's <laughs> just a pizza guy. I have no idea. Couldn't tell you. I uh, I like all these picks. I like Christian Ponder. Just uh, he, he failed so miserably and so spectacularly and so quickly. It's a worthy pick. Troy Williamson is a worthy pick, but fourth overall, you dupe uh, the Cleveland Browns in that draft, if you remember, to trading up one spot, one whole spot, for a guy who also busted Trent Richardson. Sorry, I hit that button too early. <laughs> My bad. Rami? I didn't screw you this week. There we go. There we go. The guy who. Oh, I'm still getting screwed. Who blamed the Vikings for his failures instead of blaming his crappy self. And he got to a Pro Bowl, not because he was good, but because he was the next (laughs) alternate to a guy who went to the Super Bowl, I believe. All right. So Rami's up 1 0. That was the question I had the most uncertainty about because you guys have obviously a a broader depth of knowledge when it comes to the history of the Vikings and Minnesota sports. All these these picks were good picks. There's nothing like Vikings draft night, man. I mean, their their first round picks leave very little in the middle. And we didn't get to to the guy from that you talked about. Demetrius Underwood. The 90s who never played a game and left them in training camp. But never came back. First round defensive end or defensive tackle. Defensive tackle. Yeah, ninety nine. Like, and then I think he, they want he wound up like had had some mental issues. Yeah. and there's so many names we left off this list. He took a yeah. cab. He took he got in a cab in Mankato. I think the first day of practice, went to the airport and flew out to the East Coast. I think 
<laughs> it was just done. Yeah, that was found the nearest, the first like he went to Philadelphia. Yeah, I think they found the him in. Phil- I think well, they found one. him in Philadelphia. Yeah. I'm not kidding. Uh, all right. Continuing on with the draft questions. If you were a draft pick who's attending the draft in person, you get a musical selection to come out when your name is picked. So, boys, I want you to tell me what your entrance music is, a la ES or a la wrestling. What your <laughs> entrance music would be when you get drafted first overall. Um, I, I, let's start with Rami and come back around. Give Rami a chance to redeem him. Well, actually, to win the point, basically. This is my this is my dream entrance music for everything. Like if I was ever a major league baseball player and I was walking to the plate, if I'm walking like if I'm walking on stage at a comedy show and they're like, "Hey, what do you want your music to be?" This is it, and it's the Stone Cold Steve Austin entrance music because nothing makes more of an entrance than that glass breaking and you walking out like you're ready to punch somebody dead in the middle of their face. And then I go up on stage. I give Roger Goodell one of those really awkward hugs. I stare him straight in his face. And then I pop open a beer and I chug that bad boy right there in front of Roger Goodell. Right there in front of him. And then I spray it all over the crowd. Place goes crazy. I like it. Pretty good. Um, Rami 316 (laughs) means I just got drafted. I'm in a similar boat as Rami. In fact, we may have squared off at like SummerSlam in 1998, I think, because I would have the lights go off in the arena in which we have the live televised draft. The lights go off, and then suddenly there's a dimly lit purple haze, (laughs) and druids with hoods lined up... (laughs) As I walk out to Undertaker music <laughs> in full Undertaker gloves and garb and a and a black hat with long hair and slow my entrance would take about fifteen minutes and I would finally walk up to Roger Goodell. That's too long. I'm sorry, son. That's They've too announced long. the next pick already. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and instead of shaking Roger Goodell's hand, I choke slam him through a flaming table or something. That's wow. what my entrance would be. I should have given him a stunner. That's then, a great. That's a great idea. I put my jets you're both, jer- you're both banned jersey. from the league at this point and never play a down. Can I go back and give right. him a stunner after I chug the, the beer? Judd? Yes. Well, that's, that's all I gotta say. Uh, mine will not be wrestling. But I am going to go with a with an anthem of anti-establishment. Yeah, Johnny Paycheck's 1977 hit, Take This Job and Shove It. Oh. Because you know <laughs> what? You're getting millions of dollars. You, you no, mean? here's why. I know as a first-round pick, I'm, not gonna, I'm going to get paid for four years, not near what I'm worth. And these yahoos who run this league, including Goodell, are going to get away with robbing me of my proper payday until I've played through one contract. I also want these guys to know that I'm going to be a pain in the ass to deal with at every turn <laughs> and a very bad man. I want my new teammates to know I'm coming in that locker room and I'm taking control. So I'm setting the tone with take this job wow. and shove it. I ain't working here no more. Wow. Take that. Uh, you took this question and shoved it because you ain't getting that point anymore. <laughs> oh, I'm okay with that. I'm fine Sorry, with that. They, but I'm happy. You you lost this as soon as they both went uh, wrestling. Oh, I figured as much. Stone Cold Steve Austin has the best entrance music, but Undertaker has the best pure entrance. And if, Mackie, you are going to copy that entrance step for step, you win this point. I respect that. I respect that. And especially if you choke slam Roger Goodell. Until you Kane come Kane comes yes. out and like a lack of originality though. You're rewarding oh, for points. Care. This is this is fixed again. I'm You're a fraud. You're a terrible judge. I'm you still have a chance profession. to win the oh, last point. I don't care. It's more fun to <laughs> more fun to complain. All right, so you're a draft pick in attendance. 
Who is your dream entourage at your table with you during draft night? So I love this question because the first thing I thought of, you guys ever watch a Floyd Mayweather fight? Yes. And his entourage mm-hmm. yeah. is always a weird hodgepodge of like currently famous people. Including so, the Burger King King? Right. Yeah, that was so, last fight. So yeah. there was one year where he came out. Uh, I think he said the Burger King King a few times, actually. Yeah, I, I remember there's a deal or something there. There was, which is smart. Good for him. Like yeah. he's hedging. Hey, if I lose this fight, I still get paid off the pay per view <laughs> and off the king. And I think there was one fight where it was the it was the Burger King King, Justin Bieber, and Triple H yeah. from the WWE. That was yeah. the last fight, right? It was like two Wasn't or three fights pack- ago. Oh, okay. The, the Pacquiao, Pacquiao fight I think it was Pacquiao. It was Pacquiao yeah. yeah, and like Triple H, Bieber was there. And Conor like, McGregor was his last fight. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah. And yeah. Triple H, yeah, who had true. his arm broken in air quotes yeah. on a Monday Night Raw episode a few days earlier, came uh-huh. out to like to continue the bit. Had a, an arm in a sling and everything. <laughs> it's amazing. So I wouldn't. I wouldn't necessarily go uh, with. I wouldn't go with like currently famous people because I don't. I don't need like Kylie Jenner in my in my entourage. I would do something <laughs> something a little more wacky. I would get. I would get. All of the people who've played Batman that are still alive. So Michael Keaton, uh, Val Kilmer. Clooney's not showing. George Clooney. Is Adam showing. West still alive or did he pass um, away? He died. Okay. Yeah, he then died. then Adam did West he? cut out. I think Adam West died. No, he's a voice on uh, Family Guy, isn't he? Christian Bale. But I thought he died. I don't know about that. During the midst of that. I'd have all the Batmans come walking yes, out with me. Yes, he died June 9, 2017. Okay. Okay. My bad. That's a final. Sorry Just we took it down right there. Sorry about that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> So, do you really think you're suited to be the fourth guy in our group, Buzz Killington? The Batman. Me- meanwhile, in TCL City, Robbie's <laughs> contemplating his answer. <laughs> Jonathan, I think uh, I think I'm going to win this thing with this answer. Okay. I think I'm a man after after your heart with this answer. Oh, Let's up. hear it. Sucking up. And it comes at a perfect time because tomorrow. I think I know where you're going. With something this, is happening really tomorrow, like Jonathan. Is something is happening tomorrow. Do you Not- have your tickets already? I don't. Oh, what is wrong with you? Because I can't go sit in crowd movie theaters because people are gross. Um, But the Avengers comes out tomorrow. It hits movie theaters tomorrow. And Robbie Mackloff is walking into the draft with the whole cast in costume. I'm walking in with Robert Downey Jr. as Iron Man. I'm walking in with Captain America, Thor, Black (laughs) Panther, the Hulk, Black Widow, the whole crew, Ant-Man, Doctor Strange, you name it, they're there, War Machine, Falcon. They're all there, Jonathan Harrison. They're Mm -hmm. all there. They're sitting at my table. And uh, I go number one simply because... I am with the Avengers. And then after the draft, credits roll, and Nick Fury previews my upcoming <laughs> Hall of Fame NFL career. That's a wrap. Thank does, you. Does Judd even get to answer? No, he shouldn't. <laughs> Judd, you just does not answer. Rami wins this one. I don't care who you say. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Can I go? <laughs> you can go, but you're not going to win. I'm walking I'm in just you know. with Adrian Heath. Jamie Watson, thank you, Zlatan, and all of Man U, and so, but if, but I mean, you just host, host the coaches show, so if you want to wow. sell Adrian Heath short by giving the point to Rami, I'm, I'm sure, I'm sure the mentioned. gaffer won't mind. Here's what I was thinking: I was thinking if one of you guys did say Zlatan, you'd win, but then I'd think. No, because Zlatan's going to upstage me, and it's my night. I don't want to be upstaged, even if it is Zlatan Ibrahimovic, who I love and I would want to watch play every single day of the year. But that's why I wouldn't choose Zlatan, because he would upstage me. And the Avengers won't? No, 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 no. Sorry, Robbie wins today. (laughs) Thank you. I I love the soccer, and I love the Manchester United, but... 
The Avengers, recency bias, because their movie comes out this weekend. Well, the Avengers. Uh, we Rami do. wins today. Rami, that's my first win. Thank you. We're it's 1-1-1 now. It's a draft night. It's the TCL Studios. And tonight in these very TCL Studios, it's a Purple Daily Live draft special on Score North starting in about an hour and 15 minutes. We love the TCL Studios because we have TCL TVs all over the place. We got... Uh, where are these? We got the NFL Network crew here hanging out. Is this a uh, dumb question? Is this in Nashville? Correct. That's in Nashville. Yes, okay. It is. Uh, and um, and we're going to be in here all night long with thousands of streaming channels. If we want any sort of NFL action or any sort of NFL on demand, we can find it with our built-in Roku device. Four thousand plus streaming channels and four hundred fifty thousand plus movies and TV show episodes. Find out why TCL is America's fastest growing TV brand. All you have to do is stop by any major local retailer or uh, or go to TCL USA to find out more. Also, Federated Mutual Insurance Company reminding us to drive safe tonight. Let's make sure that we're all staying well-rested and alert. That's the best way to ensure that fatigue doesn't become an issue behind the wheel. If it's a long day at work and then a long night because you're watching the draft, uh, drowsy driving is a major, major issue on the roads in the United States. 90,000 crashes involve drowsy drivers as of last survey just a couple of years ago, they happen most frequently between midnight and 6 a.m. And many crashes in which fatigue is a factor involve a single driver with no passengers and happen on both rural, rural roads or highways. So to make sure you're alert on the road, get adequate sleep every day, avoid drinking any alcohol before you start rolling, because even if you're not beyond the legal limit, you might be drowsy. It might be dangerous. Uh, federated insurance. It's our business to protect yours. When you're alert and well-rested, you're doing your part to help everyone make it home safe today. So thanks to our friends at Federated Insurance for powering the Mackie and Judd with Rami show and giving us tips on safe driving. Uh, Plenty more ahead here, a draft day edition of Mackie and Judd with Rami from the TCL Studios. (laughs) It's Mackie and Judd with Rami on the all-new Score North on 1500scorenorth.com and so many other ways to find us as well. We're on Spotify. You can download the app. You listen there, and you can uh, win cool stuff. Subscribe to our podcast. Leave that five-star rating. We are streaming live at twitch.tv slash score north, and we'll be streaming live uh, starting at 6 o'clock all night long through the NFL Draft as we bring you the Purple Daily Draft Special coming up tonight at 6. Matthew Collar will join Mackie, Judd, and myself. And uh, in honor of NFL Draft Day, the uh, one of my favorite Twitter follows, I don't know about you guys, Freezing Cold Takes. Love, loves, you know, it always feels like a oh. badge of honor when Freezing Cold Takes retweets something that you sent out. They haven't done that for me yet. Oh. I haven't gotten Freezing Cold Takes. I don't know. I don't think I thing. have. No? Uh-uh. Um, maybe I'm, I think people DM him stuff. So if if, if, oh, if there's someone that yeah. follows you and, and tracks your terrible predictions. But, you know, it's fun. Like, we basically do freezing cold takes on Write That every Down. Friday, every Friday, Write That yeah. Down. Right. I mean, we were freezing cold takes before freezing cold takes even existed. When did they start? Do we uh, know? I don't know. I think it was like three years ago. Okay. Something like that. Great idea. It probably says when the, when yeah, the account could, launched me, on Twitter. Let me click on their account. Do a little uh, digging da, da, da. since we're down the, the path. They have been on Twitter <laughs> since July 2010. Oh, wow. So yeah. it's been Ooh. nine years of freezing. That's a, that's I take a lot that of back. cold takes. I've been at it back. for a minute. It's a lot of cold takes. So they, they rolled out all, all NFL draft cold takes in history. Wow. And it is the best thread of the day, maybe one of the best threads in the history of sports threads. The first one is President Donald J. Trump. 
saying teams are making a big mistake not taking Jan- Johnny Manziel. He's going to be really good, in parentheses, and exciting to watch. Oh, That's how you kick well. this thing off. Uh, this comes from um, Brian Costello. Inside Christian Hackenberg's exhaustive NFL prep, he's a slam dunk. Christian Hackenberg is a slam dunk. Dude, has, has any star fallen from when they were a freshman in college to when they just crashed and burned, essentially? I don't know if you know if he's still a backup or how that works. I don't know NFL where game, he but, is or if he is. But that dude, when he was a freshman, I remember like Penn State, well, this is the future number one overall. Yeah, pick, he was yeah, supposed right? to be, I, I want to say after his sophomore year, he was projected to be after that next draft, I think, the top pick. Yeah. I love this one. Quite happen that mm. way. This is uh, I'm not familiar with this gentleman. I think he's he's from uh, the Cleveland media outlet. He says it's his name is Brendan Bowers. He says don't know where you guys will be in 20 years, but I'll be in Canton for Trent Richardson's Hall of Fame speech. Hashtag Browns. <laughs> okay. Well, in but, fairness, it would have been the AAF Hall of Fame had the league not folded. Okay, but. <laughs> why would you? Why would you double down that much on any player who's not just an know. absolute, unbelievable generational talent? <laughs> I have no idea. Swing for those fences, man. I get. I mean, Swing you know, for those fences. Say, saying that, that he's going to have a Pro Bowl career is a freezing cold take. But at least you're like, okay, this guy just missed. This guy is assuring Canton. Yeah. Okay. The cool next one is a picture of the Sports Illustrated cover. And the headline reads, The Successor. The article is written by Austin Murphy, and it says, Paxton Lynch, that hole the Broncos had at QB? Consider it filled. <laughs> I love the hot take nature of the tweet, yeah, too. Like, that's my favorite yeah. part of this thread. Yeah, yeah, a little quick setup here, and a punch. <laughs> oh. Consider it filled. Yeah, okay. Uh, this is uh, from somebody named Stephen Strad or Steph Stradley. <laughs> Texans will rue the night they took Pizza Boy JJ Watt over oh. Nick Fairley, Houston lover. <laughs> yes. Oh, this is will ex- rue the night. How this can, is fantastic. How research. can anyone even have? Like these are mostly coin flips, even in the first round, right? Once you get out of the first round, then you probably don't have a super strong take on anything. But first round picks. Number one overall picks are oftentimes coin flips. You would think so. Keep going. This is great. Uh, from Talkers.com, Mark Ryan tweeted out. <laughs> Talkers.com. Oh, man. I know Mark Ryan. 2016. Mark Ryan's an awesome guy, but this is. I don't like that Tampa. Or no, I'm sorry. Let me start over. I don't like what Tampa did trading up to take Aguayo. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> He'll make a greater impact in the win-loss column than half the first rounders. Oh, come on. <sighs> Is that guy? Like, when's he's been out of the league for two I have no years, idea. right? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think they he kicked for one year and then they cut him. They, or something. they had to cut him. He was so bad. I could do this all day. So you guys just tell me when no, we have to take great. a commercial Three break. More. Three more. Uh, Komu Eight Sports tweeted out: The Kansas City Chiefs trade up for tenth overall pick in the NFL draft and select Patrick Mahomes from Texas Tech. Tony Maserati tweeted out in reaction to that: Let me try this again. Chiefs are stupid. S T O O P I D, all capital letters. That's from Felger and Maz, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> this is from the Bleacher Report a few years back. After one of the worst picks in the first round I can ever remember, the Seattle Seahawks didn't draft any positions of need or draft for the future. Pete Carroll is proving why he didn't make it in the NFL the first time. Not only was Bruce Irvin to reach at number 15, the Seahawks proved they were 
oblivious to their madness by celebrating their selection. As if that day wasn't bad enough, Seattle selecting Russell Wilson, <laughs> a QB that doesn't fit their offense as well, was by far the worst move of the draft. <laughs> With the two worst moves of the draft, Seattle is the only team that received an F for draft oh, day. Oh, man. Okay. Because you got love- Matt Flynn. Right. I love the notion that like you've already got Matt Flynn, so you're fine, is a hilarious notion, number one. And then hilarious notion number two is, well, this quarterback that you drafted doesn't fit the offensive style that you have. Like, wait a second, isn't it the other way around? Like, yes. when, whatever quarterback you draft, that that's now the offensive style that you, you have. You would think so. You would think so. <laughs> oh man, uh, right, let's do one more. The Bills wire. Give me two more. Oh, two the, more. Okay. I, the one that I'm looking at after this one is just classic. The Bills wire tweeted out. John Gruden would take hashtag Bills Nathan Peterman over any 17 QB prospect. <laughs> said he fits every offense. Well, he fits every he defense signed, better than he fits he every for a tick, right? <laughs> Didn't they sign him, too, eventually? Uh, who did? Oakland. Oh, yeah. I think Gruden signed him yeah. for, for uh, like 30 seconds. And uh, speaking man. of bad QB right. evaluations, this is from uh, April 2000 in the Boston Herald. In the midst of all that anonymity, nearly four and a half hours after the second day of the draft began, a recognizable player was finally taken. People recognized his name because of his role on a big-time program and because of the position he played. With one of their three picks in the sixth round, the Patriots took Michigan quarterback Tom Brady. So what's with that? Why another quarterback? The Patriots already have their franchise starter in Drew Bledsoe, a proven backup veteran in John Freeze, and a young developmental player in Michael Bishop. You know what this tells you? If you thought that your internet takes before social media were safe, they are not. They are not <laughs> safe at all. Oh, that's a screen grab of an article. But who's who's hot taking a sixth round pick to? I know. Like that's the thing. Like for, like a top five pick. I sort of get it. But you know what? If you're hot taking negatively. A six-round pick, you're playing the odds at least, right? I mean, there's a 95% chance the six-round quarterback's terrible. Yes, but like at that point in time, you took a quarterback. Who cares? I'm going to retweet this thread right now if anybody wants it. Rami is tweeting. Go get it. Amazing. (laughs) I mean, think about this. Like Of all of the six-round quarterbacks in the history of the draft that you could have clowned, that's like the only one that could ever come (laughs) back to fight you. Yeah, true. (laughs) And of course, they found it. (laughs) Yep. Oh, man. It is Mackie and Jeb with Rami. Draft night. We are all over it late into the night. Following us at 6 o'clock. We're going to be here for it. And Matthew Collar is going to join for a special Purple Daily Live Draft Special. So stay with us here. You know what? If uh, if you're in the car dealership draft and you've got the first overall pick, you'd be foolish not to pick Luther Brookdale Toyota. 694 on Brooklyn Boulevard where uh, all kinds of durable, sleek, and uh, highly safe vehicles are sitting on the lot right now for you to lease or own. How about the 2019 Tacoma Double Cab 4x4 with Sport Package for $369 a month with $1,500 down? Right now, you can get into a brand new 2019 RAV4 for just $299 a month with $1,500 down. That's an amazing, amazing deal. And uh, tires by three, get the fourth one for just a dollar. Again, corner of 694 on Brooklyn Boulevard. The number one overall dealership and service department draft pick in my book. It's Luther Brookdale Toyota and LutherBrookdaleToyota.com. This holiday season, Peloton's got a gift for you. Get up to $200 off accessories with the purchase of a Peloton bike, Bike Plus, or Tread. And take your workout to the next level with accessories like non-slip grip dumbbells, a heart rate monitor, cycling shoes, and more. Peloton, motivation that moves you. This limited time offer ends December 25th. Visit OnePeloton.com to learn more. 
All access membership separate. Offer ends December 25th. Cannot be combined with other offers. See additional terms at OnePeloton.com.